0: I don't even know the fucking words to be honest with you,
1: oh my God, um, Evan, letting the side down
0: we're gonna <laughs> well, hello, everyone. this is negative podcast. I am Evan,
1: and I'm Katie.
0: so Katie, how are you?
1: I'm all right. I'm pretty low energy today to be fair. Mm-hmm. um just tired, just the weather is a bit meh. I'm a bit meh. I had three alarms on this morning. My latest one was to wake up at half ten, and I woke up at one o'clock. So, <laughs> that, so that's how my day's gone. How about you?
0: Yeah, uh, kind of low energy myself, I think I'm going to build it back up as the episode goes on. And um, mm. just kind of trying to make a change uh, in terms of you know going forward and in life and things like that so yeah. just trying to make a change and just you know it's just taking longer than i thought but it will it will uh work out in the end i feel
1: yeah i feel it i feel it i'm in kind of the same boat as well and i'm just like hmm, okay still unemployed <laughs>
0: oh god jesus christ That's
1: um been a month now over a month
0: oh yeah jesus
1: really yeah, for... two months in a week two months and
0: uh, there you go Insane. i don't know <laughs> but you can relax a little bit
1: i know i'm back to college soon though so mm. back on the grind and trying to find a part-time job it's impossible i forgot how hard trying to find a job when you're in college is because it's so easy when like you don't have to do anything else yeah but like when they want you for all the hours you're like hmm am sorry very- anyway uh other than that how have you been
0: yeah i've been fine been uh trying to i'm working on actually i'm writing a pilot at the minute for a a tv show uh, my own show so um you know just have to get back on that it's taking me longer than expected um i have like books on how to write sitcoms and stuff like that so it is just taking me longer than expected but uh it's halfway there I just have to do some tweaking uh, towards the end, I guess.
1: That's deadly. No, that's really good. Can't wait to see it get put into motion.
0: Come on, HBL, I'm looking at you. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, RT, fuck off. I'm not giving them any money. So, anyway, Katie, what are we talking about this week?
1: This week we are going to discuss the 1991 one album Nevermind by Nirvana. We'll be talking about everything from tracks to ongoing controversies, so let's dive in. What is your history with Nevermind? Um, I
0: suppose Smells Like Teen Spirit would be, that's so basic I know, but it's like the introductory kind of thing that <laughs> Kind of brought yeah. me to it. I don't really have that much of a history with it. When I think of Nirvana, I think of like it sounds like Teen Spirit, but I also but, think about and those T-shirts. You know the Nirvana T-shirts with mm, the face on it. That's all right. I think of when I think of Nirvana. But then upon listening to this album, I realized I knew more songs than I thought. Yeah. So that's kind of my history with it, and I just remember the cover art being. Kind of striking, which we will talk about uh, later. We have a whole segment for that. But Katie, what's your history with Nevermind?
1: Yeah, same as you. Not same as you, really. Like, as in, I have more of a history with Nirvana than I do with specifically Nevermind, if that makes sense. And my uncle was like quite a big fan, and he used to have a Kurt Cobain poster on his wall when I was younger and stuff. Um, And I remember seeing the uh, album artwork everywhere again we are going to discuss it but you know like when you see a baby like reaching out and like the background and everything like that is probably when I think of Nirvana I actually do think of the Nevermind album art mm. Um for me anyway um but other than that yeah it was just kind of um like I mentioned in the Paramore episode when my uncle gave me all of his music for my iPod Nirvana specifically Nevermind and a few of the other albums are on it as well so (laughs) that is my history I've been listening to them for quite a while oh that is nice
0: that is really nice
1: yeah
0: so uh we're gonna go with kind of like what we did with Jagged Little Pill we're gonna go track by track talk about what each track is about the kind of backstory of each one so I'm gonna get into it right now So the first song is Smells Like Teen Spirit. It was the first single off the album. Cobain said he wanted to write a song in the style of the Pixies. He said, I was trying to write the ultimate pop song. I was basically trying to rip off the Pixies. I have to admit it. When I heard the Pixies for the first time, I connected with that band so heavily that I should have been in the band. Uh, so the title derives from the title derives from a phrase written on Kurt Cobain's wall by ex-girlfriend Kathleen Hanna, reading "Kurt smells like Teen Spirit." Mm-hmm. This song has been covered countless times, especially in films such as Moulin Rouge, The Muppets, The Gallows, Pen, and Black Widow. And the song was nominated for two Grammys and has been included in a variety of best song lists. So the sec- the second song is in bloom. So according to the band, In Bloom is about the jocks and shallow mainstream types of the underground music scene. Uh, English journalist Everett True suggested the song may be about the band's discomfort of being discomfort of being a part of the early 90s grunge movement. The song was the fourth single and reached uh, number five on the US charts. In 2011, the song was number 415 on Rolling Stones, Five hundred greatest uh, songs of all time, and also uh, Lil Nas X sampled the track on his 2019 song Panini. So number three is "Come as You Are." It was the second single off the album. Cobain described "Come as You Are" as a contradictory, as contradictory, and said the song was about people and what they are expected to look like. This is the specific. This is specific in the line, take your time, hurry up, the choice is yours, don't be late. Uh, Cobain described the lyric, I don't have a gun, as a way to reassure listeners that the target is the world at large, rather than the individuals in it. In 2005, a sign was put up in Aberdeen, Washington, that read, welcome to Aberdeen, come as you are. Mm. The 2016 film, As You Are, was named after the song. The song was used in the trailer for The Defenders. It also featured in the film Captain Marvel and the song featured in the season two finale of For All Mankind. And number four is Breed. Lyrically, the song addressed themes of teenage apathy and fear of the American middle class. The lyrics, we can paint a house, we can plant a tree, uh, displayed Cobain's gift for crafting, uh, witty, purpose, and purposeful nonsense. Nonsense. The song appeared in the two thousand seven film Shoot 'Em Up. It also appeared in the video game Tony Hawk's, uh, Proving Ground. I'm probably saying that wrong. Uh, uh-huh. in, <laughs> in twenty twenty, the song was number thirteen on the twenty greatest Nirvana songs list. Number five is Lithium. Cobain said this song is about a man who turns to religion after his girlfriend uh, dies to avoid becoming suicidal. Cobain also said the narrative was fictional, saying, I did infuse some of my personal experiences, like breaking up with girlfriends or having bad relationships. The song ranked number 20 on Kerrang! magazine's 100 Greatest Rock Tracks Ever, and it was the third single from the album. So, number six, we have Polly. This song is about an incident in Washington involving the abduction and rape of a fourteen-year-old girl in 1987. Uh, the Come As You Are biographer said Cobain was apologizing for his entire gender. Polly was ranked number eighteen in Enemies 2004 Top Ten Nirvana songs, and the song appeared in uh, the rock band game fr- gaming franchise. Oh, I
1: didn't know that.
0: The seven, we have Territorial Pissings. Uh, The song shares Cobain's views on sexism and the way Native Americans were treated in his hometown of Aberdeen. The beginning features uh, Chris Novoselic singing part of the 1967 Youngbloods song Get Together. The second verse, Never Met a Wise Man, If So it's, It's a Woman, points to Cobain's feminist views. Number eight is Drain You. Drain You has been described as a love song or rather a song about love in which the in which the lyrics uh, represent two people reduced to a state of perfect innocence by their love. Cobain described the lyrics as uh, two brats who are in the same hospital bed. Nine is number nine is lounge act. This is a song uh, about heartache in a relationship and contains a reference to smells like teen spirit. The title comes from the fact that the band that the bass intro sounds something like a cheesy lounge band would use. This is the only song Kurt Cobain admitted was about his ex, uh, Toby Vale. Toby Vale. Sorry. Um. The line, I'll arrest myself, I'll wear a shield, refers to a tattoo Cobain had on his shoulder, which was a shield with the letter K on it. So number 10, we have the song Stay Away. The song was originally called uh, Pay to Play. Uh, It appears to be about many things such as annoyance, lack of popularity and the predictability of people. At the end of the song, while saying stay away, Cobain says God is gay, which is something he spray painted on a classmate's car in high school. Uh, The statement was to support gay rights and not to go against God. Eleven is On a Plane. Cobain had said the song was about uh, classic alienation, saying that the lyrics were pieces of poetry thrown together. Also, the poetry was not usually thematic at all. On the plane has been described as a meta song about writing a song. The song reached number 25 on the US alternative airplay charts. Song number 12 is Something in the Way. The song is believed to be about Cobain's homelessness as a teen. The song appeared in the 2005 film Jarhead. In April 2020, Post Malone covered the song as part of a charity concert during the COVID 19 pandemic. Uh, in August 2020, the song featured in the trailer for the Batman, the upcoming Batman movie. And the song entered the charts at number two after this. Finally, we have the final song and bonus track, Endless Nameless. So the song was released as a hidden track on the album. Cobain himself was unsure of what he was saying during the recording, but believed the lyrics uh, were, I think I can, I know I can. And the song began 10 minutes after something in the way as it, Uh, highlighting it as a hidden track so that was the track by track analysis of Nevermind by Nirvana yes let's get into a discussion
1: let's go so um yeah like I feel like this was one of their more pivotal um albums there's definitely a lot of um like toppers on this one um I can't tell you that it like put them on the map or anything but it definitely I still to this day I think a lot of people will say it was probably one of their best it is a very good album like I really really like it um yeah
0: yeah no I would agree um I was surprised I was going into this thinking right it's a Nirvana album maybe it's not going to be maybe 100% my taste but maybe I like a few songs which I was honestly surprised I did really enjoy the album, and um, having yeah. not heard the full thing, um, I can see why the fans love this one. It is very topical. It's very um, mm. it's very driven. It can start a conversation, um, you know uh, that I think that's why the fans love it. The fans just love it. Is great songs with great messages. Yeah. and yeah no it's just I think it's very important and I feel like it, it's aged well because I feel like those messages are still prevalent today
1: of course yeah well it's a either it's aged well or the world has aged badly because anyway, it hasn't changed but yeah. um yeah no definitely and um, some of my favorite songs on it are lithium something in the way Polly and stay away like they're probably my favorite um I'd listen to them before I would listen to "Smells Like Team Spirit" or "Come As You Are." I just feel like those are very overplayed because they were probably two of the top songs on it, and they're two of the most. Oh, you hear them and you know it's Nirvana. If you get well, I mean, I feel like that about all of them because I feel like it's. This is the most, Nirvana y album. Like, if that makes sense, like, yeah, sound yeah. The most like. Um, their genre like what they how they paved the way um, it's very much I think it is very much for the fans Um. yeah I don't really have much to say more on the album itself because I think we both want to speak a lot about what's happening in current day
0: yeah so I will before I talk about the current situation uh, I will just say this uh, I do enjoy probably some of my favorite songs are probably poly and lithium i also Mm. love come as you are as basic as that is it is just a really really good song um it
1: is a good song it is a good song but i just feel like it's been played a lot yeah so i'm like "Ah, i'm done with it it's kind of like a few of the taylor swift songs like they are actually good songs and they have good like they're written and recorded well Mm -hmm. but i'm like i can't listen to that anymore but yeah lithium is like Oh, I don't know, that's also kind of basic as well, but it's just such a good song, I love it.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I really did enjoy this album, um, it doesn't really resonate with me as much as, say, like, Jagged Little Pill did when we did the episode on that, but um, yeah. you know, I do really like it, but obviously I have a bit of a history with Jagged Little Pill.
1: Yeah, that's fair, like, I would actually have more of a history and this album would resonate more with me than Jagged Little Pill did, so yeah. we're both there.
0: We're turning the tables.
1: We're turning the tables. <laughs>
0: Right, so we're going to get on to um, why we're talking about this today. Uh, Katie brought it up uh, to me as a suggestion, just mm-hmm. due to uh, a the current lawsuit. But I will get into the history of the artwork and the current lawsuit right now. Yeah. So uh, the album cover for Nevermind by Nirvana shows a baby um, underwater swimming with a swimming to catch what well, it looks like to catch a one dollar bill. Unofficial. yeah the
1: one dollar bill
0: yeah, and the baby is uh naked, you can see his penis
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh Cobain got the idea after watching a program about water bursts. The cover has since been recognized as one of the most famous album covers of all time. Yeah. Cobain has said about the cover um if you're offended by this, you must be a closeted paedophile. uh for all the for all the album for the album's tenth seventeenth and 25th anniversary spencer eldon who is the baby on the cover uh recreated the album cover yeah so in august uh 2021 so this year uh eldon spencer eldon filed a lawsuit against copain's estate and the, state the surviving members of nirvana claiming the use of the likeness their likeness on the album cover was done without his consent or his parents consent He also said it violated federal child pornography statutes that resulted in lifelong damage. The lawsuit also states Cobain chose the image that depicted Eldon nude and chasing after a one dollar bill like a sex worker. Attorney James White criticised the lawsuit and called it frivolous and really offensive to uh, actual victims of child sex abuse, calling it a money grab. Yeah, that's all that I have to say. That's the information that we have on the album cover and the current lawsuit.
1: Yeah, so I actually have a bit of information on it as well. So like you said, he is now 30 years old and he was four months old in the album. So it took him this long to have a problem with it. I actually watched a YouTube video on this. If you are interested in the case and everything like that, um, it's called Lawyer Reacts to Nevermind Baby Now 30 Susan Nirvana." question mark question mark that's the video title (laughs) (laughs) um because it it has confused everybody but like that he has a big huge never mind tattoo across his chest
0: does he i didn't know that
1: yeah yeah like (laughs) um also i found out that so yeah he's um suing and suing them for the distribution and profiting off of um i'm gonna say cp i won't say the word we all know what it means. Mm-hmm. Um so he's suing members the band and individual members of the band, including Dave Grohl and Court Cobain, deceased. It says that on the on the thing, like so ha- he's but I know yeah. he can
0: sue his estate, but how can he sue yeah. him?
1: So it says Kurt Cobain, and then beside it, it says deceased, and then in in Torn he's um he's suing Courtney Love because she's the executor of his estate. But yeah, on the on the plaintiff thing, on the um, list of the people he wants to sue, it says Kurt Cobain deceased.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. That
1: doesn't make any sense. Anyway, because um, she's the executor, Courtney Love is in that. Um, the photographer and all entities of the album as well are being sued. But like, um, I was... In the video, like it did say that, um, the photographer might get away with it because it was just like a one-off thing, and he never profited off of it. If that makes sense, yeah. Like he wouldn't still be getting royalties or anything, and blah blah. There is also a statue of limitations
0: mm-hmm.
1: on on one of the things. So, like the likes of Dave Grohl and maybe Courtney Love, they might get away with it, um, because there's a statue statue of limitations of like I think it's something like. 10 years or something and it's now 30 years later that he's bringing this up so yeah
0: yeah
1: so people don't think he's really gonna win or if he is he's not gonna get much but it was also brought to my attention that the artwork was also to um depict how people were like money money grabbers oh, okay. grabbing the money um, because like you know you're born and you're born into this world and you're trying to grab money blah blah and now here he is 30 years later <laughs>
0: oh this is tricky really for so me like this is so absolutely ironic. so tricky for me
1: yeah
0: I, feel, I know okay i feel like there's three ways that people will look at this i feel like one you could just not care about it at all yeah two you could agree with the attorney james white and say it's a money grab which yeah. okay that's a fair uh opinion to have
1: it seems like it is since he hasn't
0: tattooed on him. Okay, well, I didn't know that, so that just shot a little light on the perspective for me. However, mm-hmm. uh, there is the third point of view, which is you could be on Eldon's side, and, like, if I was to put myself in his shoes, tattoo aside, yeah. um, <laughs> like, I would be horrified. <laughs> like, if someone had, like, physical copies of me as a baby naked in their house or like on spotify like if people are listening to it like it's just
1: but then my argument is is he not sexualizing himself though because he's a baby in it and i get it i get there's people out there with sick minds and you know it is Mm, it is mm. um, indecent like to be fair i wouldn't want my kid to be on an album artwork like that but surely like the parents could have been like nah do you know what I mean? Like if Yeah, it the was, parents would
0: have had to approve it.
1: Well, for me personally, when I see that album, I have never even, like, the fact that his penis is on the album artwork has never, I've never noticed it, almost. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've never been like, oh, why is there a naked baby on that? I'm like, it's a baby. Like, it's a literal infant. So by him coming out and saying all the stuff about, like, distributing like cp and blah blah like i don't know like i'm just kind of like it's a to me personally it's a bit of a reach because i wouldn't sexualize an infant yeah Um, but that's just me that's like that's why you
0: shouldn't be doing that anyway um
1: yeah um and also like i do get it there is also an argument on the thing of he only realized how uncomfortable it makes him which is fair Mm -hmm. enough because if Mm -hmm. something does like create trauma in your brain sometimes your brain won't identify with it until you're kind of getting through it and you realize okay that's actually not okay
0: yeah
1: yeah so I do understand that but I feel like if there was such a big issue with it wouldn't have something come out about this before now, and without him recreating the album artwork like four or five times and getting a big, huge tattoo across his chest.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> you can tell side you're on, Jesus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's very tricky for me because I can
1: see I both sides. So do I, but I just I'm I am sitting with the opposite on this because I'm just like. I don't know, unless something else comes out in the news and we hear of something else and we're like given a real insight but from from all of the information that I have gathered myself now I'm like give it up give it up dude, like just
0: Yeah, but to be honest like it's not the best album artwork if I'm honest
1: No, like I'm not saying it's the best album artwork ever, the reason why this artwork is so iconic like it is because there's like a naked baby it's absurd
0: like it's absurd and it's weird and that's why it catches people and
1: it came out in 1991 yeah it's you know so like it came out when there wasn't all of these child protection and like all of this uh or it wasn't as prevalent and especially probably not in america um well i know surely over here it wouldn't have been anyway and you could have gotten away with a lot more like if that was to be released now, there would be uproar. Yeah, there would there, be. would. there would be uproar, and I, I can, I can see why. But then again, I still stand by the point of why are we sexualizing a four-month-old infant? Yeah, you
0: know, and th- th- those are very good points. Now
1: yeah.
0: you're turning into a fucking lawyer in this episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, sometimes, like sometimes I just get really interested. You went in full
0: Elle Woods I have to say. <laughs>
1: I'm telling you, there's something about us blonde girls.
0: Yeah. There it is.
1: <laughs> uh
0: I don't know how to leave this off. I'm just like, okay, I'm just gonna say it's a tricky situation.
1: It is a tricky situation. Um I feel like he will get something though. I feel like there, something will come out. I feel like it might be a under the door settlement though rather than a public settlement. Yeah. I feel like they might just pay him off to get him to drop it yeah um, but like the fact and as well um, there's a thing about like Dave Grohl's not even in the band anymore and he hasn't been for a very 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 long time and mm-hmm. um, also Corker Bain is dead um, yeah. but I feel like he'll get something from the band but he won't get anything with the individual because he's same with a lot of people
0: yeah no that's true A lot,
1: a lot of people but I feel like definitely the band itself will have to um pay something like they will, or there there could be another route where there is no set payment settlement, but all of uh future um copies et cetera et cetera, et cetera will all have to be censored,
0: yeah, I mean you know yeah it's just, so um... he might
1: not get money, but they might just have to censor every new. Um, every new publication of that artwork so say there's another t-shirt but I feel like I have seen that censored before
0: I feel like I have as well
1: yeah I really do think I have as well so I don't know it's a weird one but um, yeah I can't wait to see it unfold um, who knows? because it is it's a very intriguing case to it say. is very
0: intriguing it is very yeah. very intriguing but who knows what will happen and you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: let's just hope it's all settled in the end Uh, So, next up, I'm going to talk about the success and legacy of Nevermind. Katie, are you ready to hear these things? I am ready. Okay. So, the album reached number one in the US, UK, as well as many other countries upon release. The album is certified Diamond in the US and six times platinum in the UK. Uh, Nevermind has been re-released on a number of anniversary editions, like we mentioned uh, before. Since the release, Nevermind has been included on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums of All Time list, 100 Best Albums of the 90s, and on 50 Greatest Grunge Album lists. So, I mean, that's that's what we have to say on that. <laughs> so much for to say. So, yeah, it, it was very successful.
1: It was very successful and like the fact, I mean, I know one of the reasons we are sitting here talking about it is because of the current controversies, but I feel like we would have ended up stumbling across it in future episodes anyway, if this hadn't been brought back up to the woodwork, because like it is really good and it is probably one of the fan favourites. Um, ironically, not my very favourite, but it is one of the fan favourites. Yep.
0: So there we go. Well, since you're such a fan, how about we do a pop quiz?
1: See, that's where I might not look like a fan anymore.
0: (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? I'm ready. Um, I'm ready. So 10 questions for you, Katie, on this pop quiz. Are you ready?
1: I'm as ready as I'll ever be.
0: Right. So question one, this is multiple choice. Okay. How many times is hello said in Smells Like Teen Spirit? 24,
1: 28, 36, 42. Oh, shit. You know, I've never counted, funny enough. Um, But I'm going to say 42.
0: It was 36.
1: I was going to say that one as well.
0: (laughs) I knew it
1: was more than 28, though.
0: Okay, question two. Which song mm-hmm. uses a parrot metaphor? Uh, Polly. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Question three. What song did Billboard describe as the Nevermind tune with the poppiest, most tightly wound song craft in 2016?
1: I, f- I feel like it was Smells Like Teen Spirit just by default.
0: It was Drain You. Oh, okay. Okay, question for what is the longest song on oh, never mind?
1: Oh, you're sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Um
0: You can have the track list in front of you, that's fine.
1: Yeah, I don't have the full track list, I just have some of them written down. Um I want to say it was Say no, is it? Um, is this? Oh, it's not. I know it's not. I'm gonna say something in the way, but it's not.
0: It's not. It's endless, nameless.
1: Oh, I was gonna say that. right Okay.
0: Right. Okay. Question five: Which song went to number one in Finland?
1: I meant to know one from Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you realise this is not an Irish band, right? This isn't a fucking Westlife.
1: They're American.
0: I know. I, I, just still, said I
1: still don't know how they're from Finland. <laughs> they're not or from
0: Finland. The song went to number
1: one. <laughs> no, I know. But still, I can't. I don't know. Anyway, right. That's not the point. Um, lithium.
0: That is and correct.
1: I was, is it? I was just saying random sounds.
0: <laughs> okay. Question six. Okay. What is the only song on uh, Nevermind to be nominated for a Grammy?
1: Ooh, is it called Major?
0: No, don't try again.
1: <laughs> is it a very obvious one? Because yeah. if it is, is it um mother things bear?
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, this one is multiple choice. So during a live performance of Territorial Pissings, what did the band do on stage? Spit at the crowd, smash their instruments up, hit each other, or start dancing?
1: I, f- I feel like hit each other.
0: That's not correct. Oh,
1: that's okay.
0: Okay, it, they smashed their instruments up.
1: Oh, I wasn't, yeah, I wouldn't have said that.
0: Okay, you're going to get this next one because you said it. What year was Nevermind released?
1: 1991. I can give you the exact date if you want.
0: What's the exact date?
1: September 26, 1991.
0: Ooh. (laughs) Anniversary's coming up.
1: It is, very soon.
0: Okay, question nine. Another multiple choice one. What was the original title of the album? Was it Sheep Swimming pool Money Or depression?
1: Oh, I feel like it might have been... Oh, sheep? That's correct. Yeah.
0: Right, question 10. Last question. Okay. In what year was Smells Like Teen Spirit inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame?
1: I want to say 2002.
0: Uh, that's not correct no
1: no um, 98 2017 okay
0: Okay, fair enough okay fair enough five out of ten so you you know
1: I was alright. like (laughs) honestly because like I wouldn't be like a super fan you know I just I do like them but I wouldn't be absolutely wouldn't know everything so I was like oh no I didn't study for this (laughs) one
0: Yes. So what we are going to do now is take Nevermind and put it on our pop scale, rated out of five based on its place in pop culture and the overall quality and how much we like it. Katie, out of five, what are you giving Nevermind by Nirvana?
1: Um, I'm giving them a four, a solid four. Um I feel like it's a great album. Again, I keep saying it like absolutely make a drinking game out of this drink every time I say fan favourite, but like mm-hmm. it is <laughs> Um and yeah, I I really like it. I have a great um great history with it. And it kind of is like I know it has kind of like deep meanings and stuff, but it is one of those albums that you put on and you feel good after listening to it. Uh well, I do anyway. So yeah, I'm gonna give it a four. How about you, Evan?
0: Uh I'm probably gonna give it a three and a half. Mm. I think it is very good Uh, I was surprised by how good it was but again I just don't really have that much of a history with it so I can't really say yeah that I and I only kind of know the basic songs so like I can't really before obviously listening to it so I couldn't really say I have like a history with it but it does have a lot of it does have a place in pop culture and it is very successful so I'm giving it three and a half
1: definitely yeah I, I really agree with that as well
0: hmm So next up we're gonna talk about what's popping with us, meaning what we're enjoying in terms of pop culture. Katie, what's popping with you?
1: Not much to be fair. I don't know what I'd be doing with my weeks, but um mm. I am actually really liking um Sidemen at the m- minute, you know who they are.
0: what's say the name again?
1: Sidemen. It's That's... a YouTube channel. It's that, um, sounds KSI. KSI. that sounds KSI familiar.
0: That sounds familiar.
1: KSI and all his mates like
0: Oh, oh, <laughs> oh no I think I do know it
1: and it's not like up my street at all but like um, I used to watch them like with Kevin like a little bit he'd have them on like the videos are like an hour long um, and I'll sit there and watch two I'm not a bother but I can't even watch a film it's mad but um, yeah now they're funny and they're a bit I don't know it's crazy but like they're just it's like chewing them for the brain but in the best possible way like you just throw it on and just watch them um but they have some good videos like uh, Are You Smarter than a Ten Year Old and stuff. So it's funny. <laughs> um but other than that, not much. What about you? What's popping Uh
0: probably gonna have to say because I'm betting to a marathon now of it, uh Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
0: William said it last week, I didn't say it last week.
1: No, I know, I know, but like yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I do I love Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I just live for it. So, you know, I plan to be a a Real Housewife one day. That's stupid.
1: I can believe it as well. I can see.
0: (laughs) Anyway, that's my aspirations in life. So, Katie, where can people find us?
1: Before I say where people can find us, I actually just want to say... um, Thanks to my friend Izzy, she actually gave me the inspiration for this episode. And then I said it to Evan, and I feel bad pretending like it was just all me. So thanks, Izzy. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you can find us on. Um, oh my god, my brain, COVID is not a joke. Um you can find us on Spotify. Oh my god, Spotify, Apple Music, no, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> my. <God. laughs> Let me say it again. Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Podbean and you can listen to us on I forget every week oh my god
0: okay you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter listen to that's us it. Spotify Apple Podcast Audible Amazon Music and Podbean
1: there we go um, you can also subscribe if you haven't already and leave a comment mm. or leave or a review, review on
0: Apple as well if you want to do that as well
1: that's what I mean thank you very much
0: okay thank you all for listening and have a good week and we'll uh, you'll hear us next week, I guess.
1: hmm Bye.